This week on the Push for Life podcast, we start our new segment, Protein Bar of the Week. Also, how pitiful are those meals given out by the government? And we answer a couple of the questions that I previously answered in our My Protein Live. Wait, three, two, one. Is 2021 over yet, mate? Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tom Hall. 2021, what? What did you say? 2020? I said it's, it's 20, I kind of stumbled over my words. 2021 yeah, over. 2021 I've, over. Is it over yet? I can um, wish it was. I'm Jesus looking, I'm looking forward to 2022. That's the one I want. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I've called it before and I'll call it again. This year is going to be a write-off as well. I've said it. <laughs> We're going to be like, if you think we are going to have any sort of resemblance of a normal life, whatever that may look like, you are mistaken. They will so this... fuck up the vaccinations. They will fuck up somewhere online. <laughs> and before you know so it, believe... we'll be back in tier three in winter, next winter. Tier Guarantee three it. winter. We're, mate, we were in Guarantee tier four. It. Um, so I think... Just this is a good way of keeping track. Give or take, we normally do one a, one a week in shows, and this is where is it? if I can go push. Ooh, thank you. Oh dear, this is bunker cast thirty. So that's thirty oh, weeks <laughs> we have been in done, some mate. sort of lockdown. Where we we said our stipulation was gyms being closed. Correct was our lockdown. Um, and bunker cast so 30 weeks out of 52 of a year that's that's quite a chunk of the year isn't it <laughs> I, i'm telling you i'm gonna like i said it's gonna they're gonna i don't know if i talked about this did we talk about this last week about them they're gonna mess up the vaccinations do you, do you see that the whole like Probably, oh yeah it says four weeks know. on the bottle the science the science the scientific papers that they did the study on to show that it's 95 percent effective against covid week one take a shot later yeah day between day 21 and 28 you take the second one 95 percent immunity nah we'll so we'll do it will wait 12 weeks why not wait 12 weeks what's the worst <laughs> that could happen oh yeah because i trust a government that so far has fucked this up this much up to this point unbelievable we're all gonna be fucked like i'm telling you now half a vaccine dose is gonna get you a certain amount right but that's still gonna not be enough for some people that we're still gonna be locked there's be people who are gonna be vaccinated locked in their fucking house i promise you <laughs> I promise you it's going to happen. They are so incompetent oh, insane, at their yeah. jobs. It's frightening. Not, to about the, not talking about the medical people and, and the people in the hospitals. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about government are so incompetent. It is frightening. I am genuinely concerned. I have been concerned this year of the incompetence of the people leading the country. Frightening. Absolutely frightening. Um, it is like, frightening. They, like, they I literally I did, have a paper I... that says four weeks on it. We follow the science. No, you don't. You just, you just <laughs> I enjoyed, it in I enjoyed this this week. So um obviously Boris went for a little cycle ride, didn't he? With the old because <sighs> they're obviously blowing this out of proportion a little bit. Like um and that's where I live. I live that is my local park. If I'm gonna stay local, that is my local park. If I was not going to stay local, which park would I go to? Hyde Park, which is the park closest to Boris's house. Um, <laughs> if I want to go cycling. So then, if I went then there, the- I'm like, interesting question. So I can go seven miles 
east or west to go to the park, have a little cycle around, absolutely fine. Um, that is my local park. But those, they didn't those women get fined two hundred quid? They, they it got rescinded. But they went five miles away from their home and they uh, walked with two coffees away from each other in two different cars, and then they said it was a picnic. <laughs> so I they, I see, I, now, see now, I don't, I don't actually have mu- as much of an issue. I don't with that care because. Because I they actually they care. actually drove, so it's like well, actually, you could argue that you didn't really, you know. I think the the thing that to. they said, the the way they got around it was they said you should be able to get there of your own steam. So obviously, Boris, <laughs> Boris biked seven miles, so you can so you can bike seven miles, right? And I and I kind yeah. of accept that. I kind of get the whole like if you've driven to walk somewhere, it's kind of like well, but the, you wouldn't have walked it was, there. You it was super there. funny so, though. But then the day after, guess where he was? He was in Bristol. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then the reporter, because he was saying about the uh, the seven mile things, and Matt Hancock had defended him, and then and been like, yeah, of course, like you can go in there in your steam, blah blah blah. And then um, he was obviously defending himself, and the reporter straight to him was like, so why are you here in Bristol, 120 miles away from London? Um, why? How comes you're here? And he just like looked at him, <laughs> and he was like, "Please don't." <laughs> he was like, "Well, I'm the prime minister. I need to see, uh, uh, just, uh, see, the, see just, the people doing yes. a wonderful job. They probably would have done a wonderful job, even though you weren't there, Boris. Um, yeah, believe it or not, honestly, <laughs> we're like, oh mate, you didn't need to go there, did you? You didn't need. To- I think we talked about it last Mind. week, didn't we? About like we just talked about it last week about how the respect for them is just non-existent, and, and it, uh, it, no. that's anyway. the problem. It's gone. Let's, gone, um, let's move into our new weekly segment, mate, because we we talked about doing those protein bars, but instead of like us basically eating our own body weight in protein bars um, <laughs> in one week, we thought we'd review one every single week. So because um, we've got quite a few and then Dan can buy the next yeah. one. So the, the wonderful people at Protein Pantry. Um, no, no, no. Is it not? Protein Is that, that's a different mix. Protein pick and mix. Protein pantry do do great protein bars. They do. They do. <laughs> but so I love those people as well. But the protein pick and mix company, they do sell protein pantry on the pick and mix. But you can go to protein pick and mix to get these selections. Correct. Um, yeah, these are just random selections. So I think every month they do like a random selection. So I guess this will take us through to I don't know if we only even do one a week. I don't eat a lot of protein bars to be fair. Um, somebody bought me uh, as a Christmas present a pack of 12 assorted carb killers which I've been working my way through it's actually quite a nice present I was like I like that that's eatable and I'll have one when I'm walking out the door and easy little shot of protein quite low I tend to do more protein bars than protein powder interesting Um, yeah I do that's what I think actually it's a little treat and yeah just protein powder is a bit meh I think protein powder was big when you you were 18 wasn't it and you're like, I'm going to go to the gym. Yeah, I need my yeah, powder. And you realize it's disgusting. Yeah. And then the, we and used to do it, didn't we? When, when, so when, we, were, when we, were, we were training together, we'd have our protein shakes with us and that kind of thing. We'd be like, yeah, filling up with water. And Dan would be there with his oats and having and his chicken and rice and chicken and, I don't know what it was, mince meat in the morning, 7 a.m., 6.30. I'd see him there in the staff room. Killing his rice and his beans, he loved it. Been there, mate. You know been it. There, That's what I'm talking about. Been exactly. there. Been there. Done it. <laughs> and I took the piss out of him then as well because I didn't believe. I I just didn't didn't know. I'd come from I don't know, running around and football. We didn't do that. So you were like, yeah, bodybuilding. All right. Um. So what we t- we're taking a picture of these. We'll put them. We'll put them on the post that we put out. So um, what have you gone for, Mister Daniel? 
I've got the outright gingerbread peanut butter. Outright. But I also have I also have butter. that battle bites. So we might as well do the same one because I've got that battle bites as well. All right, we then do the same one and get our. That uh, makes sense, doesn't it? Get our things. Okay, so you're not going to do the outright. No, I'm going to do the we'll battle do that bites next week. Irish cream. We're going to do the battle bites winter wonderland Irish cream. It's got two bites. It's high in protein, less than three grams of sugar, and twenty I'm gonna grams bite into of protein. Mine. I'm going to bite into mine. I'm going to mute it just so that you can't hear me. I mean, I think no one needs to hear I th- that. I think I think people should hear it because it's it's no. just a lot of people will get. So you're one of those people who gets really kind of turned off and hates the sound of like chewing. I, you don't, and... No, but you just don't need that in, in your ear. Like you don't need it in your ear. Okay. Everybody's got their like AirPods. I, I don't know what it'd be I'm like. I'm muting now. I... I'm muting now. <laughs> This is to be the silent part of the audio show, clearly. Really good. Um, it's quite nice. I'll, look, I'll describe the look of it, I guess, whilst you have a little chew and a little thing. It's got it's white chocolate with, like, bubbles and stuff. You've got white chocolate drops all over it. Pretty decent. White chocolate drops are just chocolate. Um, it's pretty nice, to be fair. Cocoa powder, all that kind of crap. What's it meant to be? Um, white chocolate and Irish cream flavour protein bar. Chocolate... Coloured caramel layer, soya nuggets. Um, I've written mm. the thing. It's, it's with good. Coloured caramel layer. Mm. It's good. It's um, good. Good summary, then, mate. It's nice and <laughs> it's nice. It's nice and soft. It's not too chewy. It's nice and soft. Mm. It's very hint of Irish cream. It's not too strong. It's just enough that comes through. I'm not a huge fan of alcohol, so. Um, yeah, I really, I quite like that. That's definitely one of the better battle bites. Uh, I've, again, I've not eaten protein bars for a long, long time, so I can't compare it to. I've had recently carb killers. I've had the salted caramel and the chocolate raspberry. My theory with, with protein bars is you have to mix them up. You can't have buy a box and eat them all in one go. You have to have different ones all the time, different both brands and flavors. That's my opinion on on protein bars. So. The battle bites are quite nice. I, I like a lot of them. I think the birthday cake one's very, very good. It tastes very jammy. And that one is more of a brownie type texture, I would describe yeah. it as. It's definitely more like a brownie in its um in its feel in the mouth. You know? <laughs> yeah, mouth. I like it. It's good. It is soft, yeah, I like correct. It. Which is like the, the worst things out of like remember obviously way back when the quest bars were with a thing yeah and yeah they were rock solid as hell didn't people used to microwave those yeah that was the big thing to remember like people used, used to um people used to do that and they used to think it was revolutionary and i think yeah. um think, yeah protein bar technology has definitely improved <laughs> it definitely uh, has so it does it does remind me a little bit of the tesco one like this one uh, just a little bit of irishy cream in it but yeah um yeah i can see what you mean there but no, it's very, very nice. I would wholeheartedly you, recommend that one. Why are you sending me protein pantry? Dan's just put on, the, on the on the chat. He sent me sent me that's the protein the, pantry. The protein pantry is the other one that I was showing you. They're the like the deluxe yeah. ones that I think oh, mate, I'll, I'll get yeah, those next, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'll get those. Because but, uh, it like, does say on the website, unfortunately, that they're not delivering due to lockdown and shit. So maybe once yeah. that's done, it'll be um it says at the bottom, look, yeah. Uh. Due to circumstances we were suspended. No, never mind. Um, but that's the that's the one to go with, I think, isn't it? And they do a subscription. Oh, yeah. Look at that! Oh my god! Protein protein pantry are dangerous. They are tasty. They're a fair chunk of calories. I'd say most of their things are between two hundred and fifty to four hundred calories, somewhere around there. Yeah. 
And they're also more expensive as well. They are a bit pricier, but they are like they're legit. And you get a good yeah. whack of protein. Obviously, the Battle Bites was 238 calories, which is pretty standard. Yeah. Um, it's give or take the same as a carb killer. What a carb killer is about 214, something like that. Oh, and if you're right. arguing, yeah. yeah, arguing over that, you're fine. Yeah, 2.9 grams of sugar, pretty good. Bit of fiber in there, mate. Mm. Like it. I'm only going to eat one on air because you've got two bites. That's good. I like that. Two bites yeah. is good. That it sorts it for you. You have a little snack. It does and help. Snack yeah. yeah. So it's good. About bites. Helps, helps but, if you're a female. But you know, if you're a bloke, you just eat it all in one go. But you <laughs> Have you already eaten the whole thing? No, of course I haven't. I'm going to wait till I'm off air because oh, people wow. just going to hear me chewing. <laughs> I've only tried it on air. <laughs> not a heathen. Yeah, whatever. Not um, like you, just mouthful of food chomping away in people's ears. <laughs> oh, dear what we do yeah all right so i think i picked that one i guess this week you can pick whatever we have left we okay. have quite a few one two three four five six seven i think i bought you seven or eight look at me lovely boy all right um so kind. moving on good good segment to the show welcome 2021 that's make it better for us all right um so we i did a oh yeah we probably need to say that because i did mention at the end back end of last week um so for the ptc work um, we have brought forward something called The Collective. If you haven't subscribed already since that come out, it's coming out tomorrow, I believe we're, we're launching. Um, everything that we earn, we take as the business through this subscription will be going to basically gyms that are finding it incredibly hard to survive during this lockdown three. So we're trying to give back. So... Basically, what we're going to act as is a little bit of a go-between between people in the industry who we're going to give them a bit of a platform to basically... Um, so industry leaders like Dan, of course. Dan and Mike will be doing some stuff, um, unfortunately. Already already contracts, already signed, mate. All good. Yeah, that's it. Done. And it's charity, so we don't have to pay them a dime. Um, <laughs> so all the people that are doing pretty well for themselves in the fitness industry, they're going to give a time back. Um, it's just going to be four ninety nine a month. Like that's that's all it is. It's not expensive. Like or you can pay the full whack and give us a twelve month subscription straight off the bat. Um, all the money that we earn for the next couple of months whilst we're in lockdown uh, 3.0 will be going to a little bit of a selection process. We're just working out the legalities of it right now to gyms that are failing. So not failing, but have been hit hard. So we know there's we've spoken to a few. Um, and there are there are gyms out there who literally cannot off, like they've had no rental holidays from their equipment. Obviously, that most equipment's rented, so they're like, mm. "How can I pay for that?" They've had not much like business rent relief in terms of their status and all that kind of stuff. They've had to let go of their staff. So if we can literally just pay their like ground rent bill, that's gonna give them something. Um, so yeah, we're gonna try and do that for some people. So get involved if you just want some free education. What free education? Five pound a month education. Probably we're gonna be trying to do either live seminars, live Q and A's, PDFs, maybe some free like spreadsheet workouts, that kind of thing. Um, we won't just be doing. We'll be doing obviously health, fitness, nutrition, but obviously we've got people like Harry and Gigi and we'll do like videography for social media, that kind of stuff on like how to's and properly doing, going in on that as well. Cause that's obviously a big thing in our industry. Now you realize we've got every single hat um, and obviously like business 
we've got Lukey and obviously you guys can even talk about that as well. So we've got plenty of people, Gymshark getting involved, My Protein getting involved, Men's Health getting involved. Um, so yeah, we'll be, I think Amelia, ECG, well, Emma, Story Gordon, all those guys all look like they're going to do something. So we got Dan no, and Mike, those are big, big names we needed. So Yeah, that's what you needed there. Yeah. <laughs> But no, it is important. I think like I, I, I was going down to my local gym. They're only a small independent gym. Um, yeah. And I, I've been talking to the owner there a bit about, about the business and, and fees and stuff. And it's just frightening how little help they get. And like, you know, beyond me going in there and buying sort of six cans of Monster every time I go in and not canceling my, mem- my membership, what more can I really do? I was like, I felt a bit like, oh, fuck's sake, what can I do? Like buy some, again, you buy some protein bars, but again, they're going to get, what, 20, 30p a go. It's not helping them in any way. And it was kind of like, how can I, how can you help? And, and when Luke uh, messaged us about this, we were like, well, that's fucking perfect. So it was kind of like a way that, you know, you paying your monthly fee is a is a charitable donation to to a degree yeah. and then um us we were like well if people want to listen to us fucking our from this why but they do um <laughs> on any topics then we were like well it's, for, it's a way that we can give back and help and i think the the way he described it to me was almost as if and it may have changed since then so correct me if i'm wrong tom but is that gyms will almost apply to the collective for like we need this much money for this many months this this is going to help us survive kind of thing it's not going to be a case of we're going to give a you're going to give a gym 10 grand and they're going to come out of it and go oh we just bought loads of brand new equipment it's literally going to be here's the evidence of how much money we need we'll apply for this sort of grant as it were from the collective um and it'd just be nice to know i think that all that money goes to independent gyms that are struggling it's not going to again as far as i'm aware it's not going to go to you know pure gym or fitness first because they didn't no, they're no all right chance, they're probably so. going to be okay it's In, it's, it's going to be independent really ones only for. i mean that's why i was kind of tired on on this because i've been on the phone to kind of lawyers and accountants all today basically working out the legalities of it because you can't it turns out can't just take people's money and then just give it to someone another business no matter what it is even though it's charity donation or anything like that that's um yeah because we're not going to set it up as a charity we want to take it because we're delivering a product essentially we're delivering the product that we were always going to launch anyway but this just seems like the right thing to do bring it forward a couple of months and we'll try and do it um and then just not make we won't make a dime from it it's going to cost us like it'll cost us obviously my time everybody's time um as a business so um yeah it just seems like the right thing to do um, especially when, what's the website address to sign up um it's our website address so ptcollective.com p so we just we just recently ch- <clears throat> recently changed so it's ptcollective.com we were the personal trainer collective.com you should get a redirect but uh sometimes it doesn't work very well um it has been a bit funny this week because we have recently switched um but yeah it'll be up there it'll be for our socials and all that kind of stuff so uh but it doesn't launch until Thursday, six PM. So I'm oh, not so too not sure. It, I'm not too sure whether it'll be the page will be live. Um, yeah, because obviously we don't want to take people's money when we haven't got the product there. <laughs> so, yeah. So we'll be doing starting stuff as of next week, I believe. Um, me and Gordon and Luke have stuff prepared for probably for the first week, and then we'll start getting uh, the big names in after we've uh, just we're like the warm up act. So there's got to be something there, isn't there? So the, you got the we we're the comedian. We got to sit, sit through before like Pink Floyd comes out, basically. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. So just thought we'd briefly mention that that we're trying to help out in our industry. All right. 
So within that, me and Luke did a live to the My Protein Personal Trainers. Um, hopefully, some of us, some of them, might listen to this show if they uh, saw saw us on the live. Um, so it's a little group on Facebook. So some My Protein. I don't think they're sponsored, but My Protein are helping personal trainers succeed essentially, and we're their education platform. But we did a little live, and there was a couple of interesting questions that came out of it. Um, so I thought I'd ask them to Dan if I'm honest. Um, and then we can talk about, uh, we can talk a little bit more about the pitiful government and like the meals and stuff. And we can get the, the opinion of uh, this, this nutritionist here to what these, these meals are actually doing, whether it's, I'm assuming it's real because there's, there's shit tons of like photos of the stuff that's going up on online. It's insane. Oh, it's real. Um, oh, it's but real. it's, it's insane. So, all right. First of all, the questions from, because if one person in the personal trainer group of like 120 people is probably thinking it, then I'm assuming a few listeners and other trainers are doing it. So where do you see the industry? So I'm guessing health and fitness, nutrition, blah, 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 in 12 to 18 months post COVID. So it's an interesting way of taking this. Does that mean like 12 to 13 months, 18 months since COVID existed, which is pretty much now, um, or once we're all vaccinated and COVID's done? Um, I'll take it. I think it's the latter, is it, probably? I assume. Yeah. Um, I, don't, um, I don't see it being all that much different. I think, obviously, like we just talked about, unfortunately, there might be a few less gyms around. Um, but... People are still going to want to work out. They're still going to want to go to gyms, need gyms. And obviously you've seen all the petitions about mental health and people, gym people trying to say they need to go to gyms and stuff. Um, much in the same way people who probably go to pubs would petition for pubs to be open for mental health. You know what I mean? It's, it's, like, it's perspective. But anyway. I, I um, think that, that's a, uh, a generational thing as well. Because obviously the, the pub probably used to be the hub of the village or the hub of the town, didn't it? And yeah. then more and more of, like, we're not even in the demographic now, mate. We're too old. But the younger demographic are like teetotal basically so they don't they wouldn't see the pub as that kind of place to go yeah it would be somewhere else like the gym or barry's or something like that so yeah, yeah. that's it and that mm. um see i don't i don't see i don't see any huge changes to be honest i think again it sounds a bit a bit harsh maybe but i think you'll probably see fewer trainers and probably the trainers that aren't the best may not be there again as bad as that sounds i think good trainers are going to be okay out of this um that's not to say anyone who's lost their job's not a good trainer. Don't read into that. Do you know what I mean? But <laughs> just fucking before I was just thinking then people are going to say like, if you've lost your job, that's not ideal. And that doesn't mean you're a bad trainer, but on the whole, as a general rule, that will be the case. I think, um, because obviously bigger gyms as well, will let trainers go, um, for all sorts of reasons. Uh, and other people may decide to leave the industry for all their, all their, you know, their own reasons. They may decide to, to switch career, but as a general rule, um, I think that'll be the case. Um, I think, I hope anyway that online coaching becomes more um, respected, I think is the word I would use. And when I say that, I don't mean by us and the people in the industry. I mean, it becomes much more of a viable thing for people outside of it. This, they're not going to be as, as um, resistant to the concept of it. Um, you know, they, although to be fair, we've probably still gone, we've probably gone back a step. People probably still think it's going to be zoom sessions online. Um, <laughs> you know, sessions, but still we'll get around that when, when it comes to it. But um, other than that, I, I don't see much difference. I don't think. Do you? Yeah. Uh, I think what we said was we, we feel like there might be a little boom. I feel mm. like 12 to 18 yeah. months. Let's say like, 
let's 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 be optimistic. This time next year, there might it there might be the busiest January February of our time in our industry, just due to the realization more data will come out um, that obesity, obese nations probably suffered more um, than leaner nations. Um, and realizing that, hopefully the government, if there is any money, um, will put money into it. And people may have the realization that they need to be more fit and healthy and need that guidance. Um, so we are actually projecting maybe a little boom um, post 12 to 8. It's going to be 12 to 18 months post COVID, not directly after 12 to 18 months post, because people are going to try and get their lives back in order. And then they're then like, shit, if that ever happens again, I don't want to be on the wrong side of that obese kind of thing. Um, especially when more and more data will come out. And I feel like however it's skewed, um, the governments will have to use that as an excuse for, to getting people more fit and healthy and getting them more on their bikes and not using cars and using electric stuff and all that kind of stuff. So I I actually think it will be the people who do survive this um, in our industry will do even better post, hopefully, because there'll be even more people to work with. Um, so that's me as an optimist. I think that yeah. could, no, that I could think that's, that's, it's plausible. Right. 100% plausible. I think, um, I think that's, that's definitely true. And I feel I like more even, even more so, because I think like, obviously we've talked about it's an epidemic yeah, on obesity. This is the thing, but there's never been a shock factor, is there? There's never been a million people being killed essentially because mm. they have health issues because they're overweight. And if that comes out to be fruition, it's just like, hang on a minute. Yeah, um, yeah that's actually not a good thing. It's always been like, actually, uh, I couldn't walk down the street and I got a bit puffed. You're like, yeah, all right, I'll, I'll still get a chip butty. And you're like, okay, fine. Um, yeah, so I feel like that shock, yeah. shock factor will drive home, hopefully, considering when all the numbers come out post-COVID, which we are doing terribly, terribly badly at. Um, and hence why we're one of the fattest nations in the world. Um, I think that will be a direct correlation. Um, yeah, easy. So um, <laughs> what would be, so the second question we had from that group was what would be the most valuable skill for a trainer and a client to learn in lockdown three, which is the one we're in now. Not lockdown four, they didn't ask about that one, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the most one, valuable skill. skill. Cl- skill is a weird word to use as well. The most we valuable like, one a yeah the most valuable one a client could learn in my opinion is cooking is learning how to create fresh meals from scratch and understanding what goes in them and the calorie therefore and then the calorie content of that food cooking is is one of the biggest things i think people grab food all the time for convenience and we've been put in a position whereby that ain't the well, it's still the case to a degree but it's like we don't have the excuse of we didn't have time to cook anymore hmm maybe or it didn't i didn't know how whatever you can you can kind of learn i think that's that's what i would say from a client point of view yeah. if they wanted to improve their weight or improve their fitness anyway that is a surefire way to improve that definitely i think cooking's a massive i literally said it as a sarcastic one in the thing but cooking's been huge like i've never cooked so much in my life and i quite i, I enjoy it as well and getting around it's because some people also see it as a burden 
They see it as an annoyance. They don't like cooking. They see it as like, oh, it's something I just have to do. But it's usually because they've got, it's usually because they don't have time now. They usually rush into the next Correct. thing. Yeah, and they're rushing. This is kind of enabled. Like, them. So um, my housemate, Tom, um, for example, he literally will cook pasta about five times a week. Like, good, but it's like, all right, it's just because it takes five minutes to do. And that's it. Doesn't enjoy the process. Whereas I do a lot of like pots and like long stuff and I'll chop everything up and be like, yeah, but because like five times out of the week now, I don't have to commute anywhere. It's like my commute's mm-hmm. to that. So I've got an extra hour, hour and a half in my day, really, if you think about that. Oh. So any, any of the commuters, surely, surely there's a time. Um, realizing that obviously you've probably got your kids at home, which is uh, something you feel, mate, um, <laughs> which takes up probably takes up that hour and a half. You wish you had that hour and a half to commute. Um, yeah, Sometimes. so um, <laughs> as as personal trainers, new skill. Um, <laughs> Luke said, get good at Zoom, get good at talking to people online, yeah. talk, be able to talk to people. Like kind of a face-to-face video chat don't not to feel awkward that kind of communicational skill would be good because what we've said before is you have to be obviously me and dan don't have to be crazy when we're talking to each other but if you're talking to maybe a client or trying to get them to sign up you have to be a little bit more expressive on a screen instead of being there in person um we kind of said like 20 30 percent more you on on a zoom call um just to get your point across. Or I would, I would exaggerate that. Uh, exaggerate that. I would um, extrapolate that to to social media as well. I think just people yeah. being more comfortable expressing themselves, not giving a fuck what people think. Thousand percent. Um, Dan, when he um, does those um, those Instagram things, your IGTVs, he's not like that in person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that he, expressive. Uh, no, <laughs> he get he gets wound up. Don't get me wrong. There's certain topics that you can get him to be like that on thousand percent but no normally he's a little bit more mellow yeah <laughs> and the, the great thing about those is they're probably about five six minutes long but i cut out the bits where i just talk normally because it's like oh it's a bit boring yeah, isn't yeah. it i didn't really express it and the more expressive bits come out and that's where you get more passionate about things and i think it's i i genuinely think as i've said for this whole fucking time it's going to be about how you have a better online presence how you have the systems in place to manage people online and deal with people online but i think as as well like with that comes the, the understanding of how social media works like i don't record those videos like that i don't just pause it and then go right start again i cut it i edit it i mess up i edit that bit out but i need the camera rolling and just do it and just keep doing it and that's the only way people sort of say oh how did you learn to do like the lighting in the background i watched a youtube fucking video about it i learned how to <laughs> light videos better how did you learn to edit on final cut pro i fucking learn on youtube like i and this was what annoys when people go i don't know how i didn't know how I didn't know how, and I didn't sign up to a course. I'm not done any courses. And I asked for people's help, and I YouTube the shit out of stuff. It's an amazing resource. Use it. Um, yes. You know, I get you get asked as well. Like, what's the best ring light? I don't know. Fucking research it. I've got one here. I don't know what one it is. It works. Um, and you know, people are like, hey, oh, I, I don't literally, like my camera. I literally purchased one like this weekend yeah. because I was like, it's, you know what? I'm probably gonna have to do more of this shit. Like, yeah, I'm gonna be sleeping like this. Doing. It's just like so like oh, think you know it's, it's 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 all from trial and error it's all from putting out videos where i was flat and i didn't express myself and the fuck all people shared it it's just like as simple as it is simple as it sounds it, it really is yeah. that and, and you just have to get better at being 
okay with being yourself and, and i think it's really hard for personal trainers to accept because they feel that people are going to reject them and not like them because of who they are and they will of course they will that's okay <laughs> you, you don't like everyone you don't like everyone so why would you expect everyone to like you um and and there's an unfollow button for a reason you know there's a mute <laughs> button a block button whatever it is right and let them use it um that's my view of it anyway i think i've got better with it over time obviously but if your content is not causing people to unfollow you, it's also not causing them to want to follow you. Yeah. Um, you know, it's pointless. You're speaking to nobody and, and be a bit more yourself. And um, people worry far too much what other people think of them. People are going to judge you either way. People are going to judge you for not putting out videos. They're going to say, oh, he never puts out any videos. He's shit. Oh, he's put out a video. Oh, it's crap. And like, don't fucking worry about it. Who cares? <laughs> That's Gordon to me like, like every other week. Basically, yeah, like, it's why like do you put stuff out? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's like Tom's doodleboard. Some people are going to look at that and go, oh, fucking hell, that's basic. I knew that. But some people are going to like it. Like, for the life of me, I can't work out why I sit there and wait until you finish writing on it. I don't know why. <laughs> I still watch it. Exactly. I still watch it. And I know it's, I I know it. it's going to be shit. I know it's going to be shit, but I still watch it. So it's like, it doesn't have to be you talking to a camera either. It's about finding the way that you want to communicate with people. And um, yeah, I just hate that mentality of, I don't know how. Great. Figure it out. That's what we've all done. That's why we're here. We didn't have to do a podcast. Look at us now. Do you know? Like, it's I still even worse than the one who started. Yeah, but it's like, but no one knows. You learn. You know, you have a shit microphone. You learn it's crap. You learn the the, the sound shit. You get a better mm. microphone. You research it. You Google it. That's what everyone else does. Like, stop thinking that people out there have these magic talents and they just know it. It's like, no, they learn. It. <laughs> Go fucking YouTube it. Spend your days YouTubing shit that you want to get better at. And then I took a slightly different view of this because I was like, Luke's going to cover this businessy world and whatever. And then uh, I bored everybody with a little bit of technical. Um, <laughs> basically, I said, um, well, I just took, because I just assumed that was a business question and what people should like learn as a skill. And then I was like, what you should learn as a skill, technically proficient in for clients to do, is realizing that clients can run. And clients uh, need to learn to be able to decelerate. And I was like, if there's anything that you can do in lockdown three is you can run, you can jump, you can drop down things, you can do that kind of stuff, you can bound, that kind of crap. And then I was like, just highlighting the fact that, that power is the quickest thing that fucks off um, all the time in elderly populations and realizing being able to... I realize it's hard to teach over Zoom or whatever, but it's it's also they can do it in their own time and it's maybe they don't like going for a 5K run. Maybe they want to go for a like a 5K that will sprint and stop, sprint and stop, sprint and stop, which is great. Just the deceleration thing was a big thing for me. And I was like, learn teaching them, the most valuable skill that you can take out of this is being able to go, actually, I'm going to teach my client to decelerate so they don't break themselves when they come back to the gym. And when they're older, they'll thank me because guess what? The reason why Betty breaks her hip when she falls over is because she has no ability to decelerate and catch herself and eccentrically load. That's the reason, not because Betty's not powerfully strong like and can't squat 20 kilos. It's probably because she can't eccentrically load and catch herself. Um, so yeah, that's that was my takeaway. Just because I was like, I feel like everybody's going to give a, well, everybody, it was only me and Luke on the thing, but I just didn't want to give enough business answer. And I was like, ugh. All, this, all, this, all us business gurus like me and you, Dan, all going to say the same thing. <laughs> I was just like, let's offer another perspective. 
Um, yeah, mate. All right, that's enough. Good, good chat. Oh. Industry chat. I saved our government's attempt at some of these meals that good old Marcus Rashford has obviously petitioned to get people to do more of, or and whomever. I'm sorry, but who, who's the company that is that they've given this contract to? Because I can't remember the name. I can't remember at all. Um, on the right, there we go. Uh, what private company Chartwells have supplied, being awarded the government contract to supply thirty pounds worth of free school meals per like week, um, and thirty quid per week for free school meals. I'd be able to easily, easily do that. Mm. Absolutely fine. Um, and yeah, so Chartwells. I don't understand why they didn't like. You know those companies like HelloFresh or something like that. Why don't they? Do, why didn't they get that, someone like that? Um, those contracts because they have the. They surely have the like the supply line, the, the supply chains to get like fresh food and veg and stuff like that. And it's probably about how much that is. And then even like my odd box, I get more food than that, and I pay a tenner. Not even that. And that's like food crazy, that never man. makes it in the in the supermarket. That's all veg, I get you, but it's still more than this, more nutritional value. Like this one is one can of beans, one, um, it's low sugar though, thank God. Um, Wouldn't want the extra calories off that pitiful amount of food anyway. Uh, One loaf of bread, two carrots, some cheese slices, like in wrapped, like in a different person's clean film. So they've been doctored. Three apples, one tomato, Three frubes, two mini saurine loaves. A normal saurine loaf just costs a quid. Like the mini ones, that is not cost effective because they actually cost more per quantity. It's inc- it's absolutely insane. Two potatoes and a small bag of penny pasta. And they've totaled it out at like £5.34 that they totaled it out on as they're online to get that equivalent. My, my biggest concern, my biggest concern with it all, um, is I, I've got no problem with. Uh, this is going to may sound weird to people. I've got no problem with the government handing out a contract to a company. I've got actually got no problem with them making a small profit on that because that's how businesses work. That's capitalism. I I cannot believe that a human being has signed that off. Like, at what point has someone in that company gone, yep, that's fine? Like, uh, what, what, no matter what they're paid, what level they're at, how has someone not gone, um, hang on a minute, like, that's not really enough, is it? Or they've thought, and I just think, like, you know, the teachers, I've, I've heard reports of teachers at the schools feeling, like, embarrassed, handing it out and all this sort of stuff. And it's, that's the thing for me, is it's, like, how many people looked at that and quality checked it? Or how many people decided that yeah from 30 quid they were going to give out five quid's worth of food like how, how do you work out how much money you're supposed to make off this all right again i've got no problem with it as it, in it i've not got as much problem with that element of the business side of it as i have that someone saw the, all that out and went yeah that's fine that's good enough like this is this is my problem with with it all is it's not about what's right and what's wrong it's about standards it's about a human being going these kids don't have much food and you're giving them that to say that's what we think of you 
in a way because in a way it is as yeah. bad as that sounds it's that's what we think of you we think of you that way and, and i read one report from one woman and she said it was degrading to get the five bits of cheese in slices just yeah. give them a fucking chunk of cheese like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> trying to say to them look this is enough for five we've proven it to you in a way um and i think that like people are there's people out there like you said who who and i think there's an assumption as well with those with what i can tell from the food there that people can't fucking cook or something as well it's like you've got a really good opportunity there like you said to almost do a gusto style here's the recipes here's the food get the kids involved like you've got a really good chance to make a fucking difference to go look we're going to help these kids learn how to cook we're going to make it fun we're going to make it enjoyable you don't even i'm not even as fussed again there's loads of cries about the fresh fruit and veg i'm not actually as fussed about that because again it goes off all that sort of stuff but there's stuff that you can do with food available that you can buy um that's going to look far far better than that and, and i just for me it's just that a human on the other end of that has signed it off and it's that person i want to talk to and i want them to come out and be like why have you done that Again, the company as a whole, the business as a whole, again, like it, higher up in the CEO, probably wouldn't even know that's what came out. There, they're going to be asked to answer all the questions and all that sort of stuff, right? This is going to be in a mid-level management position. Someone's decided to go, yep, that's fine. That's okay. That We don't need to bother the CEO with this to make sure it's okay. Quality check it. I've checked it. It's okay. It's that barrier of people who, again, probably earn enough money that they never need to worry about free school meals, earn enough money to know that they don't, I don't really care. Don't really care, mate. I make enough money. I'm okay. Probably drive a nice car. That's the frustration from me and, and my point of view. It's, it's that. And because the government, again, like as much as I fucking hate them at the moment, they can't deliver the food themselves, right? They, they, it's not how it works. But again, they've entrusted a company and they've gone, right, we trust this company. They've probably tendered out the work. They've presented this thing to them and gone, this is how we're going to do it. Great, brilliant. It all looks good. The, the government are trusting the company to do the work, right? And they probably sold this lie to them. And that's, that's what frustrates me. That's what gets me. Um, is that you've got a great opportunity there. And it was all over the press. You knew Marcus Rashford was going to see one of those. That company, Chartwells, you fucking <laughs> knew Marcus Rashford was going to see a photo of that. Not being funny, but at least create a good impression. You know there's a load of media around it. And now, dare I say, they probably just shot themselves in the foot because of one mid-level manager who wasn't managed properly and didn't quality, or quality control was shit. Um, and it comes down to, again, businesses and bigger businesses Again, I'm no place to say I, I don't run one, but I would suggest that you should always be in touch with the lower the bits and bobs and the hands-on bits of your business because that will cost your reputation, something like that. That will. So again, it's the same with PTs working in big gyms. Your PTs ruin the reputation of your gym. It's why we joke about pure gym PTs. They don't quality control and they don't give a fuck about them. You know, it's why PTC, like what you guys do, you quality control and check your personal trainers so that when they carry that name, they're good. It's that whole thing. Um, anyway, I went off on a right fucking tangent there, but do you know what I mean? Like someone, <laughs> someone has looked at that box and gone, yep, stamp, see you later. That's, that's the, that's my concern of it. Yeah, like, that's the thing, A right? human being. And they're, they're working hell. for obviously, a, I don't know, a di- distribution company, I would assume. I wouldn't, wouldn't assume they were formally actually a, uh, a food company or had that kind of thing. I don't know. I don't know the background about Chartwells. I've literally just read it off the, the article. And um, obviously we can have a look at that. But then thinking of like, yeah, that Gusto Chef and HelloFresh and, and Oddbox and all those, those really good companies that they literally give you like a, a little thing to like, oh, have a go at making this with the produce we give you this week. And it doesn't even cost 30 quid. And I'm like, this is mad. mad. And we don't know. We, and we don't know. They may have tendered for it. They may have put together a presentation and they may have said to the government, this is what we're thinking. And they said, no, 
that's the other thing yeah. we don't know we we, we can't ever know i can't imagine a company like that wouldn't have to be honest yeah if they cared about their brand name and, and again their their whole message i'd have thought they would have maybe tended for that whether it was too big for them to do it's interesting know. interesting that like uh, like so obviously there's there's guidance on the food parcels obviously there's going to be legalities and stuff like that so uh parcels should contain food items and pre-prepared meals um to due to safety considerations so you can't do pre-prepared fine minimize fridge and freezer space um that schools and families need to store foods so obviously that's why i guess not as much as fresh because it goes off and you need freezer space or f- whatever space to go in and maybe there wasn't as many meats and stuff like that would have been like that was why they were like showing like about four or five different packages worth of meat. It's like it's all very well, but that the chance are really that's going to go off in three days. Um, but still, it's definitely better. Um, contain items which parents can use to prepare healthy lunches for their child across the week. Mm, don't think so. Um, not rely on parents having additional ingredients at home to prepare meals. That's a weird one. Oh, uh, it was meant to be like a whole meal the whole time, every single time. But it's just like there's some they gave like pen pasta, but no sauce. That's to be awful, isn't it? Just put some cheese in it, like especially with like just the not even the block of cheese. It's like the the slice of cheese. Nobody puts slice of cheese on pasta there. Who does that? That's insane. No one. It was. It must have been for the again. It must have been for the for the bread and stuff. But, again, but also, see- also, I did understand. I didn't understand. So I saw um, the tuna. I didn't understand, and some of the beans were, were put into these. I'll show uh, those like little containers, and they were like, I don't understand why they've been put in those containers, considering they come in tins and they come with ring pull tins as well. So I, <laughs> I'm like, Honestly, I'm flabbergasted. I was like, that's frightening. I don't care if people get tins of beans. I was like, that's perfectly fine on tin tomatoes. Make a lovely sauce. That'd be cracking. Like, give you pasta, tomato, tin tomatoes. And yeah, off you go. That's probably okay. Give them some salt and pepper. It probably will taste okay. Um, but yeah, that's. I don't understand why they've taken it out of the actual tin and given them another package. I'm like, that's cost more money now, surely, because you've had to actually yeah. supply that thing. Um, not contain items restricted under food school standards, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Catered to special diets and stuff like that, like religious diets. Obviously, we did that at uni and all our nutrition courses that we've done. We have to do special, special populations of regulations of diets and stuff like that. But then that's still like few and far between. Like, you, like you've been working as a nutrition man for a while. I'm guessing that you, you haven't had to cater that that much, I'm assuming. No. Um, um, yeah. Contain appropriate package sizes for household use rather than wholesale sizes. There was one person who got one potato. <laughs> just the one? Just one baked potato. Yeah, I, just, I, think it's, I think it's just, um, like I said, it's just frightening. That, it's that, like, sad. Like I said that it's, that it's got to that, that level. And like I said, all the good work that, that Marcus Rashford did. Uh, and the worst thing as well, by the way, did you see the Matt Hancock thing on, on Good Morning Britain? Have you seen that yet? No. Oh, my God. Oh, he was asked, um, so basically he was on Good Morning Britain and um, he basically was asked by Piers Morgan, uh, you know, where are we at with the school meals thing? He's like, oh, I'm very glad with how everything's gone. I'm very glad we managed to, to get free school, to get the children food or whatever. And, uh, and, and then Piers Morgan said, so are you sure about that? Because you voted against the free school meals you voted against it you voted to have it this not 
be a thing. And he was like, well, I'm very glad it's come to this conclusion and we're here and all this. And he said, so do you now regret voting against it? And he said, oh, well, I'm very glad that it's come to this conclusion and all this sort of stuff. And Piers Morgan said, no, 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 it's a yes or no answer. Do you regret it? And he was like, I'm very glad that we're at this position and all this sort of stuff. And he just kept saying, do you regret, you know, kind of thing. And he just kept trying to worm his way out of it. And it's the most awkward thing you've ever seen someone try and squirm out of. And uh, he's just a vile man. He's just a vile, vile man. And he, that Hancock he, he is... should not be put in front of a camera because his public speaking no. is fucking dreadful. He... But again, it's things like that, right? So like, if you voted that originally, right? And, and you were under pressure from your, your conservatives, whatever. You're live on TV, right? And you're getting given the opportunity to look like a good guy, right? Yeah. With some ethics. Just say, yeah, I do regret it, actually. Because you know what? It, it, it makes me realize how much kids need the food. People would have gone, oh, that's nice of him. But now it just yeah. makes him look like he's a fucking idiot who doesn't care. Ah, oh, and he obviously doesn't. He obviously doesn't. Uh, I just this is the thing for me is that the government have been given opportunity to shine effectively with all the shit that's gone on, and they fucked it up. And they and they're clearly horrible human beings. That and that's the evidence. Like you don't need any other evidence than that. Ah, oh, frightening. Anyway, frightening on yeah, that politics. note. <laughs> on that note we'll end there um yeah thanks for tuning in this week guys um obviously go if you lasted this long go check out this will be i'm assuming you will be live on the collective go sign up it'll be obviously you can sign up at any time um it's always i'm assuming gonna be 4.99 whatever it is five quid it's worth a coffee and a half um if you just want to yep. chime in because you won't be able to see any of this content if you don't sign up so yeah <laughs> all these people and then do talks and all that kind of stuff so even if you it's worth like just chucking a fiver in there especially because it's going to go to people that are need it essentially have been fucked over by this virus right now so yeah trying to do our bit so uh thanks if you do sign up hopefully we'll get a few a few thousand people hopefully yeah, sign up hopefully we'll, hopefully we'll be doing something useful in there <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, right oh we're gonna do me and dan will do more protein bar lives um yeah it's fine <laughs> luke will be like no we need actually no that's we're like that's content no no that content. we can we can we can get battle bites to sponsor one and then it'll be fine <laughs> why not exactly protein pantry will be there for them so i would just have to have a high calorie day on that day and be like i'm right be fine um <laughs> all right mate any other business nope no Not people on the blitz keep losing weight because like you're on the blitz so it's fairly easy I'm smashing it yeah to be fair yeah. To don't yeah. don't need to give any uh any more uh advice to just follow what um what the other just coaches say try and not listen to dan when he's doing his little lives so yeah wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah great <laughs> i'm gonna choke now all right, thanks for listening, guys. Brilliant. And we'll catch you <laughs> next week. See you later.